Good morning and welcome to a beautiful day. Uh, it's our first season of this podcast and we're here to actually make sure some things are straightened out. And today we'll be looking at a very, very interesting topic. A superb interesting topic that um, a whole lot of people are in right now in the world. They believe that, oh, no, 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 no. That is not a thing right now. And um, most people actually confuse this topic with another process of life now this topic we're we're talking about this morning is worry now why do you have to worry if you can pray it's as simple as that but you see we worrying about a whole lot of stuff doesn't change the fact that it's going to happen or it has already happened now there is a difference between thinking and worrying Thinking is a calm, collective process of reasoning out something, making a change, trying to adjust, trying to um, want to make something better. But you see, worrying is, is, is not calm, it's not collective. Worry in the end process can actually lead to depression. And depression can lead to suicidal thoughts. And suicidal thoughts can lead to you taking your life. And we don't want to get to that aspect of life. We don't want to get there. So you hear people, uh, you hear a whole lot of people say, um, "Why worry if you can pray?" Now the most amazing thing about it is most people don't like to pray; they prefer to worry about things. Worrying about a whole lot of things does not change the fact that it is still going to happen because you didn't pray. Yes, I said it. Now, when you worry, you take your problem off God's hands and you try to do it yourself. You might be asking me, how does that even happen? I've prayed about it and something just came to my mind and I had to worry about it and I saw myself worrying about what I prayed about. Now the thing is, when you worry, you're telling the Lord, I can take care of this myself. I'm trying to think out ways that I can help myself. The first thing is, prayer is not an option. Prayer is a life. You don't have to think that, oh, I I have this other option. You have something, you just go to the Lord in prayer. But the thing is, worrying is a feeling of being anxious or troubled about an actual problem. So if you're worrying a lot, you're troubled. Um, um, it's not the first time that Christians get troubled uh, about situations, about something, or a whole lot of thoughts that have been through. A whole lot of Christians in the Bible got troubled about situations that they, uh, you, you hear in Psalms, um, uh, most of psalms of david some of them would say something like uh, in the day of in the day of trouble i was troubled they were worried they were concerned uh, they they were anxious about certain things but then they prayed about it they talked to the lord about it so but why do we have to worry so much in this generation now, especially for young believers worrying can can make you not see the bigger picture for example you have a a beautiful frame, a portrait of somebody that is beautiful, say an oil painting, and you see a little spot on it, a little spot, just tiny little spot, and then you start worrying if the person would accept it or not, or if the person would take it or not. And then, as you start getting worried, you begin to lose sight of the whole picture. You're no longer seeing that the frame or the portrait is beautiful, you're not seeing the mistake, the spot. That spot takes away your eyes from the beauty of the portrait. That's what worrying does. 
Now, when you're worrying about a little problem, you forget that God has has already done a bigger picture. That you just need to sit back, relax, calm, be calm, and look at it. Now, I'll, I'll give you another reference of, of of a situation where when you worry, God takes his hands off your case. Now, remember in the Bible, the, the children of Israel went to spy the land of Cana. Now, when they went to spy the land of Cana, the, the spies came back and gave a negative report. They were already worried about the size of the Canaanites and then they said they were like grasshopper before them. Now just two people actually made sure that they saw the bigger picture. Now what did they do? They thought back to the goodness of the Lord since they've left Egypt. They saw that the Lord has been faithful. He divided the Red Sea for them. He provided manna. And what 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 was amazing about it is they kept that memory of the Lord's goodness in their head. So that wage the war against worry so you can see the worry is a battle of the mind worry is a battle of the mind so if you tend to worry a lot it means that your mind there's a battle going on what is that battle that battle is the devil trying to tell you that god is not capable of doing what he says he would do scripture tells us that god can do much more than we could ever think or imagine. So guess what? If you're worrying about something that God can do, it means you think that God can do it. So it means you're placing your troubles, your pain, your situation, your relationship above God's power. Now, how wrong can that be? That is so, so, so wrong. It's like you're serving the God you don't even know his capabilities. Now, um, scripture tells us that they that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploit. Now, knowing your God has to do with a personal relationship. You might worry a lot because you don't know who you serve. As a young Christian believer, when you worry too much about getting into college, um, relationship, what's life going to hold, um so on and so forth you tend to lose focus of who God is and the will of God for your life now why how do we stop worrying how do we stop worrying number one we stop worrying by focusing focusing on God's word which means studying God's word when we study God's words we are we are entitled to renew our minds and the book of Romans scripture tells us that we should not be conformed to this world but rather renew our mind by constantly studying the word of God now the Gentiles the the unbeliever the people of this world they worry about what they wear what they eat what tomorrow holds how to make more money is it bad no but we should not conform ourselves to their way of thinking we're caught to a higher life a higher kind of life now how does this happen when you stay focused on God's words he directs your parts it gives peace to your inside it gives peace to your mind and it points your eyes to see the bigger picture yeah it points your eyes to see the bigger picture number two stay with people who sharpens you uh, there's a there's a, prov- there's a there's a saying that iron sharpened iron 
suggestions in the Bible, iron sharpened iron. Uh, but most Christians don't stay with irons. You see, they prefer to stay with woods because they feel they are smarter and should be the smartest one in the group. It's wrong. Iron sharpened iron. It means for you to keep keep your mind at bay keep your mind guarded you have to stay with people whose mind are guarded so they don't let anything influences their decision except the word of god now you're in the midst of your peers and all your peers talk about is how to make more money life struggles and situations what happens when there's no money how to rob a bank marital sex now you're worried that you, you you're not going to be like a man because you're not doing these things you're in the presence of woods not irons irons are people who have withstood the test of time who have sharpened their faith by what they have handled now a whole lot of people can talk about the bible based on head knowledge without practical knowledge now when you meet those kind of people they don't they don't know what it's like to feel God's power coursing through their body. They don't know what it's like to have an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. When you meet those people, they just give you the letter. Scripture tells us the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. They'll give you the letter to tell you this is how the word is supposed to work. But they don't really know how the word works. They just know that oh this is how the word is supposed to work, but I never really put it in the practice. Now Finding people who encourage you to study the Bible more and do more for God and become better is quite hard in this generation. So how do we how do we focus on how do we focus on getting these people around us? Open your eyes. By what they say, by how they act, by what they pursue, by where the motive is. You see. You see, scripture tells us that where where your heart is, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be also. So when you see where the treasure is, you know that's where the heart is. If the treasure is all about um self, all about self, all about self, all about self, you know there's something wrong. When self breaks down, they slip into depression. They start worrying. So, what do you do? You gotta open your eyes. Look for people who want to invest in others, who want to become better, who want to see the word of God being spread abroad, over and out. Now, these two things are very, very important to keep your mind guarded, to keep your mind safe, to keep your mind transformed. One by studying the word of God. Two by staying around people who help you build, who help you get stronger, who sharpens you. Now, as, aside from aside from all this, worrying can can destroy your future. Worrying can destroy your future. You know, it takes a very calm and collective mind to see things that others can see. A disorganized mind cannot. A disorganized mind can't even hear from God because his mind is here and there, to and fro. He's unstable in all his ways. You know, 
the bible tells us that a double-minded person is un- is unstable in all his ways and should expect nothing from god you can hear from god you're dis- you're, you're, you're destabilized we should learn to understand that worry kills it might not be as as fast as we think it would be but it's slowly eating up the world stored in your system it's like it's like rust and rust affects an iron slowly it begins to give way begins to decay that's what worry does to you you should learn to stop worrying cast all your cares upon the lord for caring about you cast your care upon the lord for cares about you whatever you're going through cast it upon the lord it might be relationship it might be family it might be acceptance people don't want to accept you talk to the lord about it maybe there's something in you that he, he's going to change talk to the lord about it don't feel left out don't feel like the word the word is going to crumble beneath your feet if it does scripture tells us that romanta wings as eagles meaning if the word crumbles beneath your feet you can still fly so stop worrying stop giving into negative voices from the world that you can't make it that God doesn't love you enough. Oh, God does. God does love you more than enough. That's why he came and he died. So don't let the world fool you. Don't let the world tell you things that are not real. He loves you so much. And I'm here to tell you that as a young believer, worrying is not going to help change anything. But prayer will change a whole lot of things. If you could just bend your knees and pray to God and tell him all about your struggles and your problem he's going to change a whole lot of things that you never knew he could because worry told you so so get up on your feet quit worrying quit yapping quit complaining about your problems and talk to the Lord about you just enjoy your time with the Lord and you see your problems begin to fade away slowly and slowly so if you have a testimony of how Jesus saved you or you have a testimony of how your life got better when you met the Lord send us an email at osasamu7@gmail.com to help us share this word across to all our listeners and subscribers out there remember Jesus loves you more than any other person